0: When it comes to the big boys in the league in England, I'm sorry, this is just me being objective. I feel like Arsenal shouldn't have a seat at that table. <laughs> if you don't this have... Your, this that, that's a,
1: not being objective. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the, the B2B podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts today, Karis, and I'm joined as usual by Denzel and Kevin. And we've also got two special guests. So the first one is... A long time guest that you guys have seen, very popular and always giving a good reason take. We have Chelsea fan Ollie. So thank you for joining us. And then we've also got another long time guest who he's known on Twitter mostly as Raheem7ii or, or however many eyes there are on there. Um, we've got Junior. So welcome as our resident City fan. So yeah, we've got a lot to talk about Arsenal, the failing club that is Chelsea. <laughs> City, City and their treble hopes And a bit of United's financial situation Among many things So I think we should start with The Arsenal and Chelsea game So I think we should start with you, Oli tell, tell me what you thought about the game You know, how Chelsea were i mean there's not much to say but just say what you think it's music to
2: everyone else's ears isn't it with us this season oh we were terrible as we have been for the past like five six games in a row where we've lost them all um we've been absolutely hopeless but i think it's partly it's partly like it's a million things why we're terrible this season but at the moment it's like to do with i think partially fitness we've got nothing to play for all the rest of it so like the players aren't motivated and you're never going to get a good game at, against someone like Arsenal, even though it's a derby, when you guys have got something to play for, you're still chasing the title and we haven't. So it's, yeah, it was always going to go one way. And I, unfortunately. No, it's your, your 14th loss this season, by the way. Oh, whoa. that is, <laughs> yeah, that, is, go, that, that sucks. That, wow. Every, every week I see the same stat that Holland has scored more goals than the, my entire club. And it depresses me greatly. It, <laughs> You've lost um, double the games of
1: um, Kevin's club United. And you've not even cracked forty points.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but we're not going to get relegated, thankfully. It like it's not mathematically impossible yet, but it's like it's so improbable, it's just not going to happen. Because I think like Bour- it's something like Bournemouth and Everton or Forest and Everton have to win all their games or something like that that's left. So it's just not going to happen, thankfully. But yeah, it's been, it's been an absolute shit show of a season. Total dumpster fire. I'm just like, I'm, I'm kind of mentally checked out. So I'm like, nothing at this point really bothers me after this season. So I'm just ready to like reset
0: and go again. Even when we scored, I didn't even celebrate. I didn't flinch. <laughs> I,
2: bro, I was exactly the same. I did not. My, my face, every muscle in my face, not one moved.
0: Yeah, I'm smile. Okay.
2: So, <laughs> so, I want to ask you
1: when it hit 3-0, what did you man do? Did you like go for a walk, um, make dinner? What did you man do? Start with you, Oli.
2: Uh I just watched it. I'll, I'll be honest. Like I, I was just like I was sitting there going, yep, this is exactly more or less what I expected. Um, you know, you guys like full credit to you guys. You guys are absolutely having a phenomenal season. And this is our worst season in a long, long time. So yeah, you, you credit to you lot. What about you, Denzel?
0: By the time I got to 2, I'm not going to lie to have my PS5 on. (laughs) I knew it was going to be already. I was like, I might as well just keep myself entertained whilst watching some cross in the background. You know, I just knew like, I was like, cool, it's 2-0. It can only go downhill from here. And as well, as like, Frank Lampard's manager. You know, this guy has zero (laughs) tactics. You know, I was just like, I I wasn't even upset. I was like, what did I, I didn't expect Arsenal to even, like, I predicted 3-1 anyway. Before the game started And it was um, The only thing that surprised me Was that Saka didn't get a goal But I think when I saw the lineup, I just thought First of all Why the fuck is Ababayang starting?
2: Yeah, I'm with he's you What are you going to offer to
0: the team? Like.
2: Like, he's not even going to be here next season that's Yeah the that thing. It's like, it, And it's something that's happening That's going wrong with a lot of What seems to be like Lampard's choices at, For the team and stuff at the moment Is that like He's playing a lot of the players That aren't even going to be here next season so it's not like we've even we're not building towards anything. We're not graining any momentum. A lot of our young players are just sat on the bench and stagnating. Like Badi Ashil, for example, barely put a foot wrong all season, when since he signed in January, He'd done really, really well. As far as an out of the team, totally. For absolutely right. no reason. No reason whatsoever. You know, Madueke had to, you know, score a goal yesterday to finally get recognition from Lampard. Whatever he's been brought in to do, it's not working. And so, yeah, it's kind of like, at this point, it's like, well, we've tried everything else. So we may as well just give up and wait for the season to end.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah. I remember saw so that tweet where I was like, how can you call Lampard a caretaker manager if he's not taking care of the club?
2: <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: look at, <laughs> look at what we... he's doing to the club right now. Like, bro, <laughs> you've come in to just like salvage what's rest and you've basically made things worse.
2: Oh. <laughs> how do you... You have to Maybe he's still upset from when he was shit. sacked last time. And he's just, he's like, this is revenge. I
3: mean, (laughs) I feel sorry for you, Lord. Not even gonna lie. Like you went from Port, who admittedly I think is a good manager, but um, circumstances, whatever. You went from like Tuchel to Potter, to then go back to Lampard, and like you've been fighting relegation for almost half the season.
2: I mean, like any way you look at it, you start out with Tuchel, you sack him for Potter, then you sack Potter to bring in the guy who was in there before Tuchel. It doesn't make any sense. So,
3: like, like, There's no sort of plan or anything. No,
2: nah, the strategy around the club as a whole, it's not like, it, it feels a lot of the time that there's certainly very little going on in terms of like a full-on strategy where anything's like cohesive. But I think that's kind of why, as Chelsea fans, we kind of just have to treat the season as a write-off. Um, it doesn't help that we are losing every week. Uh, it sucks <laughs> a lot. Like teams have banter seasons. I've never known one like this. Um, um,
1: Kevin, uh, can I ask Kevin a question quickly? Um, Kevin, Um, do you think this is the worst season by a top six team in history? Mm.
2: It's hard to think of a worse one.
4: It's hard to think of a worse one, but I think if you put the amount of money they spent aside, it's like they had to go it. No, we
1: can't put it aside though. Deep how much they spent. Yeah, (laughs) no, I understand that.
4: Yeah, but new owner, a new philosophy and all these things, I think, I don't know why they sacked Tuchel, to be honest. It was so early, so I don't see why they sacked him in the first place. I think the- that's
2: one of the things that basically like that they've got wrong the most is that they've they've tried to do too much too soon with the yeah. with the signing sacking too cool well not waiting until they had like a sporting structure in place and so like as a result there's no stability around the club so every five minutes something changes so You can't ex- you can't expect the players to to necessarily perform and the players have underperformed as well but when they're not in a good environment to perform either so I think that's why it's kind of like this year's a write-off. We just got to go next season and and hope that like Pochettino or whoever's the manager can get a tune out of whoever's left.
4: I'll tell tell you for free, So sorry bro, I'll tell you for free, Poch ain't doing that for you, by the way. He's not going to do that for you.
2: I'll
4: tell you that for free. He's not. Anyone's better than Lampard at the moment, I'm telling you. I am better than Lampard, but Poch is not doing that
0: for (laughs) you. I feel like if Tuchel was allowed to stay and they were able to get the sporting structure in place, so like the DOF, the other sporting directors, technical directors, we wouldn't be in the situation. No, even, yeah. Even with the signings that we'd gotten, if that structure was in place and Tuchel didn't have to deal with the extra backroom mani- um, back room, like admin stuff that he didn't want to do, no, we would
2: be like minimum fifth. It's bad on Tuchel though, as well. It's like really you couldn't wait for like three months. You yeah, couldn't, like you can f- focus on the football you couldn't like help out with the transfers for a few months and then just focus on coaching for a bit until january really right. like it you know it looks bad on him as well basically whole thing top to bottom is a mess this yeah. season like everything that can go wrong has gone wrong more or less
0: one so. well. thing that really has annoyed me so far but i'm just going to chalk it up to the whole team as a whole just being a mess is the fact that Sterling just offers nothing at the minute you know we've Got him in that, for, that for that
1: guy for. was messing up every pass by the way junior you know how to change your at soon because these sterling performances bro you need a new app. Uh, he like, he's just he's basically a paperweight on
0: that left hand side yeah. like the first 20 minutes madwake was pissing me off as well because every touch he took was a turnover but he actually grew into the game and ended up getting the only goal we scored but the
2: most like- impressive thing sterling does is he looks funny when he runs and that's it Tell us about as well. I tweeted that he plays like he's got awkward soup in his boots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, that's the way he was playing. No, a... like you know, like you know those French like Snapchat vids
3: of like them playing football. Like that's what Madurecki plays like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Ronald- Ronaldinho's son.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one. No,
4: do like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah that's, like, hold on, hold on. just a turnover bro Chelsea have you fried like this in that
0: turnover <laughs> bro every touch Americanism Americanism, Americanism bro Tordoli every F- touch possession <laughs> loss like, bro they would pass it to him yeah and you know that when you're playing FIFA and you flip the right stick and the ball goes far <laughs> ahead <of you>? that's literally <laughs> what this guy was doing every touch and I'm thinking relax
2: yeah, I, it, yeah it, it looked like ever- he was ever- trying to, it looked like he was trying to play football in like a pair of timberlands it really did like every time a ball came near him it just bounced off him i just i don't get what it is with a lot of our players this season whether it's down to fitness or confidence or or anything else it could be a, a billion problems at this point or the fact that you know half of them have to change in the in the hallway or whatever instead of the changing room now because there's so damn many of them <laughs> uh, but yeah it's just like something's not clicking and, and i think There'll be there'll be a a lot of sales in the summer, hopefully, and then with a smaller squad, we can we can focus on next season with a a bit more of like a cohesion, I think. Because this season's just been a total mess, absolute total mess, top to bottom. Your fans are chanting for Roman Abramovich back, it's so peak, even after (laughs) all the politics. We never
0: wanted wanted him gone in the first place, just because obviously Putin started a a dick swinging contest with his missiles. They started (laughs) him in and then that's how we stood <laughs> up here. Like, That's a bit questionable. If, <laughs> if if that never happened, this wouldn't have been the situation because we never wanted Abramovich gone. Like, yeah, there were things his administration did wrong, but overall, bro, like nineteen trophies in twenty years—you can't fault it.
2: No, nah, so, fully, it results-based business.
0: So, oh, oh, okay. So, are you guys
4: going on record to say that is um, trophies over human rights? <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot.
0: Saying Kevin. Is, all I'm saying is when the when the bridge is rocking, you can't hear the missiles in the answer
4: carefully. Hang on, oh, Kevin, Kevin,
2: <laughs> Kevin, hang on a sec. Who do you want to take over Man United? Huh? But who, who do you want, want to take over Man United? United? Man?
4: Whoever God deems to have the most money.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Looks like we're not the only ones. Yeah,
1: well, Ratcliffe's Rake, a billionaire then, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Denzel as well, before we move on to our next topic, you need to still collect your Chelsea shirt because of uh-huh. earlier in the season, we had some lovely guy that gave us three shirts, a United shirt, Arsenal one and a Chelsea one. The Chelsea one is still sitting in my house waiting for you. I'm not paying postage, bro. Come to my house and collect it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I'm so sorry. He's called you out. I'm you can the- go around there.
0: I say you just give that to charity, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll
0: be real. Just give it to charity. <laughs> 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 I don't even want to... Really- every time I that- look at that shirt, I remember the season and I just get triggered. Which, like, oh, which this- season you know is it? You're about or
3: something. It's, it's the
0: current season show. one, bro. The one with the three-, <laughs> the three sponsor on it. We've got the shittest sponsor in it in three. It's got that weird fancy swirly collar thing that, like, bro, just I'll, maybe I'll collect it one day. You want the Samsung days, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, man, bring, bring back when Adidas was sponsoring us, man. <laughs> since since uh, Matt came in, it's, it's all been downhill,
3: man. Oh, yeah. Mike, think, Mike's I, kits are like generic
1: as hell.
0: Zero effort.
1: If you might see Arsenal's kit for next season, are oh, scaring me. Like the home kit is calm, but the away one was disgraceful. Is that one like, of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. It was like green. Yeah,
2: I've seen it. I can't think. I don't want to see green in Champions League. Like, no, thank you. I've seen. I've seen worse kids that of like that are potentially coming out next season than your guys I, I. I can't. I can't lie. I think one of Liverpool's apparently is absolutely terrible. Uh, um, yeah, I, 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 um,
1: sorry to interrupt you, man. I think um, since we talked about United, I think it'd be good to talk about. United in the takeover talk. We'll get to Arsenal later. But um oh,
4: don't be slick. You fumbled the <laughs> league. Do we'll we'll do do Let's talk about I'm the league. Can, no, we come. to Arsenal later. Let's talk about the league first. Can we talk about no, Arsenal they first? They take. <laughs> they takeover. The takeover is for the future. The the fumbling is now. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm ready. I'm ready. But, don't worry.
2: Alright, no, right. okay, I'm going to be as objective as I can with you. You and Chelsea are going to end up with the same amount of trophies this season.
1: 100%. 100%. and you're fighting relegation so we move yeah same the difference isn't it? Point B.
2: you won the same th- won, the, won the exact amount of same uh of serve trophies so yeah.
0: we're in the same boat bro <laughs> uh, I
2: like, the same boat I mean like shame. literally speaking if um, between like winning the league the difference between second and 17th is prize money
4: <laughs> <laughs> and Champions League football I mean, as well. I'm, I'm league, you're going to get flogged next year, bro. There's no point. You're going to get flogged no, Chelsea, Chelsea are
2: not even in the Conference League. You know how deep that is? Flash not even the Conference <laughs> League. Yeah, you only had a you only had a, a such a good season because you weren't playing any European football anyway. Next season, yeah, we, we have a, we a good we season because in... we have a structure behind our club. Nah, Chelsea, Chelsea is... next season Chelsea in, the, are in, the just in the group stages, you're going to get knocked out and then you're going to be playing Stour Bucharest in the Europa League.
1: Can I say something you're about behind me? Crystal Palace, man. Now, you have all the London clubs ahead of you. You're behind Crystal Palace, Karis. Let me make a point. Oh. Like, just just it. You, let me make a point. Perennial yo-yo club, and you're behind them. Well, four points at this stage in the season. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: point I was going to make is, if you couldn't win the league playing one game a week, why do you think you're going to be better
1: next season when you've got mm. more positions to play in?
2: Uh, you, like, because you're struggling with your squad depth now with your injuries.
1: We're not struggling. The only thing we're struggling with is the fact that Rob Holding is there, but we'll talk about that no, later. No, but anyway- <laughs> no, 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 Rob no, Holding is right. L. All I want to say is that other than Junior, you're all in worse positions than Arsenal. So I really don't care for what any of you might want to say. Junior, so, time. junior, junior man, time is fucking. So, man, man you family. know that could have
2: a better season than you.
1: No, like, the they will not. Let's relax. Yes, won a trophy.
2: You guys like, say this every I, season. I don't know why you're up. I don't know why you in caraboa Cup. But
1: anyway, let me chat about Arsenal for a bit. Okay, since you might have been shouted, let me chat about Arthur for a bit. So, <laughs> all right, in terms of the season, yeah, I'm actually like, obviously I'm disappointed with how it has panned out since Christmas. But I mean, if anything, we're perfect. still on track. We're still on track to get 90 points this season. Your heart is, your is heart heart pounded, bro. My heart is not pounding at all Don't worry There's them. a lot oh of copium God.
2: There is a I lot of copium them. From the no Arsenal There's no copium at all Maybe I'm not from to... you But I've seen no, it No heart. let's be balanced did, uh, did you guys see There was that one guy that, On Twitter Who said that The people who The team that should win the league Should be the one who was in first position For the yeah, most no, amount longest. of time and it's five five of... The... Let, let, let them learn. Let them learn. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. oh there should be half, like, 0.75 points For a step over I was like What the hell are you
1: smoking bro <laughs> On serious, like on oh, a serious yeah. note though, the thing is to go up against City, you've got to be like literally perfect. Do you remember back in the day when oh, Leicester perfect, won bro. the league on like no, no, but it's true, like Leicester won the league on like 81 points, or something like that, which is crazy. <clears throat> right now, I think we're on 78 points, City 77, but obviously the league is in their hands right now. But like back in the day, you didn't have to get 90 plus points to win the league, so you can you guys can chat on arsenal all you like but in the next few seasons to actually like surmount city you have to be literally perfect to beat them like when i say perfect city have in 33 games 24 wins five draws and four losses we have
2: Harris, i hate to break wins, it to you but that's not perfect six games and four losses what i hate to break it to you that's not perfect
1: not, no, but I think you have be almost perfect. Yeah, I mean, You, like, you didn't it. hear my I, words. I get it. I it's like, tough. Perfect. It's tough to and go the up against team. That-
2: but I think the thing is as well is like, it's about knowing when to peak in a season as well. I feel like you guys started really well and it went really well throughout the whole season. And the second the nerves started to hit around March, it started to wobble a little bit. And that's when City are always just coming into their prime because they're born winners. They know exactly when... When to peak in a in a title winning season So no, uh, I think I you guys just didn't have that. the experience To hold them off I was going
1: to say I saw yesterday on Sky Sports I think it was Vieira, Fabregas and Hasselbank That were talking They were saying that it's not a question of Arsenal's quality Because if we want to like Remove the banter aside for a sec We've been quality for most of the season mm-hmm. The issue is that when it gets to This section of the season City have that experience From winning the league five times since 2017 Or almost five times since 2017, they have that experience, that know how that no other team can chat to. Like, they're the best team in the world, like, easily. Like, no one else could chat to them right now. Me and so, Dev
4: said this to you. We tried to protect No, he didn't say heart.
1: this. I just I just said it Do not we tried try to tell him, bro. We tried to tell him. He wasn't
2: hearing
0: it. <laughs> <This> time, <laughs>
2: man. how, many, how many weeks have you guys been, has Karis been saying that he, they're going to win the league? Bro, he was
0: oh, in February. It's bro. called confidence
1: in your team. <laughs> That's all it is. Me I, mean, I mean, I don't care.
2: F- like, I mean,
3: to be fair, like Liverpool fans also did the same thing. Like, it's just that we're so good.
4: Literally, like, I, I know no, you're you, you know, that, you talk,
1: you talk about, you talk about sitting the title race about what it takes to beat you, man. When did you start? start did you into? start
4: to play City first? That's my question. <laughs> what? Twenty <Funny> eleven. <line. laughs> <laughs> I mean, 20, Look, give him a chance. Um. So, like, to
3: beat us in like title races, I feel like that last stretch, you've got to be. As Carrie said, you've got to be near perfect because that stretch from Christmas to like the end of the season, that's what I'd say is the most important stretch. And we rarely drop points during that stretch. I think if you look at all our title races, during the second half of the season, we win like 18 out of 18, or if not 18 out of 18, and like 16 out of 18. So that's where like we catch up on all like the drop points and whatever. So... You've got to finish the season strongly. And yeah, you've also got to score quite a bit because in the scenario that um in the scenario that you somehow finish level one points with us, like our goal difference is just so high. So yeah, it takes near perfection
1: to
0: beat us. That's all I can say. Yeah, and that was even before you had Haaland. Now you've got Haaland, your goal
1: difference is like plus 700, bro. Yeah. Demonic football, man. That's all I can say. That guy, that guy's a
2: freak. By the way, like I, I don't know what, like, how do you come into the prem in your first season? You're going to break all the records for goal scoring.
3: And the thing is, this was all with a dry patch in like, um, like Jan, like <laughs> Feb. Like there was a period where like he wasn't scoring,
2: and he got injured a bit, didn't he? Like,
1: yeah, like, only for like two games though. It wasn't like anything
2: major. But in a golden boot race, that does usually matter. He's just blown everyone out of the water so so far that like it didn't <laughs>
0: <laughs> made zero difference.
3: Like, he's crazy. Like, every time he steps on the pitch, I just feel like he's going to score. Like, he's just got a crazy, like, sense of goal.
2: It's quite literally the opposite to being a Chelsea fan. Because every time we step on the <laughs> pitch at the moment, I, I'm convinced we won't.
0: When we step on the pitch, I try and... <clears throat> I play this game with myself whenever I watch Chelsea play. I get two coins and I flip one. Heads is, we're going to concede more than three. <laughs> <The> tails <laughs> is, we're going to That's the game I play with myself whenever we step on the pitch. Apparently we've got like the third best defense in the league, but it, does, it doesn't seem
2: that way at all. Yeah, isn't that mad where we are in the league? And we got the third best defense in the league. We've we've conceded less goals than Arsenal have. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Uh, it just, oh, just shows...
1: oh wow, amazing! It just you shows. You still have a broken forty points. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know, but it just shows, it shows where our attack. It shows where like the problems lie for us in attack. You know, like we we just can't finish our chances ever. And so if we had someone like Holland up front, nah, it's a different ball game, I think. What I will say I mean, is that I mean, I mean, oh, yeah. even
3: with Pauling up front, would you even would you score that much? Like, your players You'd probably get like
2: not... six goals, you know, like, there's more like than like, they <laughs> look
3: like they've not played with each other a day in their lives. Like, <laughs> that Arsenal game was like one of the worst showings I've seen this season.
2: Yeah, well, the thing is, as a Chelsea fan, we've been saying that for a few months. Every every other week we go, that might be the worst performance of the season. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks come go by, that might have been the worst performance of the season. It just keeps happening. I think it's just, like it said, we've got absolutely nothing to play for anymore because we're not going to get relegated and we're certainly not getting Europe. So it's just like, we're just kind of coasting. Half the players are already on the beach. It is what yes. it is.
0: On the topic of us not being in Europe, the question I have as well is, say in summer we do sell guys like, you know, Ziyech, Espelik, Quetar, just the guys that need to go, essentially. Because now we're in less competitions, because in summer we are going to still buy players as much as we're going to sell players. Are there going to be enough games for us to rotate the squad? That's
1: another issue as well. Because FA Cup games don't come often. Yeah, you would know from this season, wouldn't you, (laughs) Gareth? You're acting like I care. Again, like (laughs) I said, get 40 points and we will talk. That's all I can say. Yeah, like what, the same problem. point works every time. It might be a problem because
0: <clears throat> a lot of our new signings are young. A lot of them are not even like twenty two yet, and at that age of your career, you need a lot of game time to develop. But and say- you need
2: like proper coaching as well. At the moment, yeah. like Lampard just isn't that guy for that. This is why I'm 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 happier about the concept of Pochettino coming in because at least he works with young players. You know, knows how to develop and knows how to get like a good level of conditioning and fitness out of his players, which is kind of like the bare minimum. But it's what we need at the moment because oh, but when of- we have young
1: players, oh, different story. <laughs> <laughs> hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah every but league, every yes. every, yes. Season, every single see, week in you? the
2: league for the last like hundred million weeks, I've heard, Arsenal have the youngest squad in the league. I don't care, bro. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, so if you don't care
1: for us, we don't care for you, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so let's keep the league. same energy. And you're three seasons deep. So <laughs> no, no, no. Let's keep the same energy here. I'm just saying nah. Other than the me, like let's relax with this whole young squad thing. Simply, like, it's just about recruiting the right players. With Chelsea, the only player that I can really say that you recruited well with is Enzo Fernandez. Other than that. No, nah, Buddy Yashile like, and Fofano and, and are Yashile, and, and, and Fofano's of, been good and Even
2: Maduweke's fun. been pretty good you, There's still question marks over the likes of Mudrik Just because of the price and stuff But, you know, I think he'll come good in the end Like Basically, I, I would say almost all of our business in January was great And almost all of our business in, in the summer was terrible and, Even,
3: Mudrik was a political pawn like, There's no way this guy costs $100 million.
0: Even Do you know what upsets me a lot? We bought the striker, David for Fofano On his debut, he was great and, and he's never under twenty three is not. And we just to Azkaban, like bro. I don't understand the decision behind that. He's literally our best option up front right now. Like bro has injured. Aubameyang is forty and doesn't want to be here. Why are we still starting him,
2: mate? It, but it, this is what Lampard does. It's all over the pitch. Like you got Baddy Ashiel who should be playing left centre back on lock every single week, and the other week Chalaba played ahead of him. And it's like, what's going on? Like, is he in the shadow realm? What's going on? But this is, this is what I'm saying, that the difference between, let's say,
1: uh, Chelsea and United than us right now is that there's a reason behind every signing that we make. For example, Trossard, when he came in January, you've seen the impact he's made. He's been superb for us every game he's played for us. But, you you're, more, of, but you're more you years see,
2: into like this whole rebuild thing. that you. No, no, no.
1: Anyway. I, I agree. We're more years into our project. But what I'm saying is that even three years ago, there was a plan behind every signing we made. With Chelsea, with every player you make,
2: like, Mudrik, for example, I don't think you guys knew what you're going to do with him anyway. Maybe, but yeah, I you think just it's easy to, to say us, that when we're winning. I think it, it, next season, if we start winning, you know, games and some of our young players start performing, then it looks like a masterstroke because it's a results-based business.
1: But I mean, even at
2: the No, time, but for, for it, 100 it felt... million, you've got to make an impact instantly. That's the thing.
1: But with he wasn't million,
2: though. He was 60 million. Well, he was close to it,
1: but not 60 like, million but he's it was, it was 60 like,
2: million with add-ons that we're not going obviously not going to pay because we're not winning the Champions League this season
1: no, it's just you man being shady. Don't worry. It's 100 million. <laughs> Let's yeah, of course. <laughs> 150
2: million plus 50 add-ons. Like, uh, like-, che- like- che- No, How yeah. on real quick. Chelsea, the only club that people do this for, you know, where people go, people oh, yeah, it's, it's 400,000 million, billion, trillion. Uh, and it, it's all like to do with add-ons that nobody's going to even remotely get anyway.
3: It's like- oh, man. Have you not seen like the discourse? People are literally doing it with Haaland.
0: No, Haaland's case is different. Haaland did not cost 51 million pounds. <laughs> Let's Didn't you have prepared. to give like fifty million look, look, to his dad look, though? The
3: official price that was on the books was fifty-one million. Like anything <laughs> after that, like is out of is out of the discourse.
0: You gave his dad some some money to say like, sorry for Roy Keane fucking up your career. Like here's some bread in it. <laughs> and then also, like, I don't understand what's going on
2: there. That was definitely some money under there. I don't trust any financial workings from City. I'll be yeah, honest. You
0: guys make up sponsors. Like, come on now, we're not we're not hearing
2: it. Bro. By the way, unrelated, but Georgina performed against Team man.
1: Jorginho <laughs> is cold though. i guy who's smiling as well.
4: <laughs> I never. I nominate. To... It's just scrap all cities' titles. <laughs> oh guys, guys! Did you see? Did you see
3: like um Jorginho's um Instagram post where like he posted
0: yeah. a picture with Enzo? Yeah. Wait, I didn't it? see that. What did he, he post? He posted a picture of like Enzo on the floor and like, him like dribbling past. Him.
4: Wow. <laughs> That's shame. That is shameless, bro. No, I love that. I, let me let me retweet that. I need to find don't it. Don't retweet it because he thought he was going to go to Arsenal to win a trophy. And he's not. So I don't think he should be.
1: Don't embarrass yourself. All this <laughs> gas for Carabao Cup. We'll come to United. All oh, this I've gas I'm getting all your money next year. I've got a lot of money, 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 money. money next year. No, I'm smoke money next you, year. Don't worry. Well,
4: this, guy's, uh, this guy's gassing side cups, man. I am joining. Hey, hey, hey Junior, please. Let's not talk about all your money here. I want all your money for myself. Then we talk.
1: <laughs> no seat hit you guys for six, by the way. The way no, you man chat, they right, scored six right goals against you.
4: We have thirteen Premier League titles. That's what I have to say. See,
1: we don't care about the past, no. man. Six goals against you. Seven <laughs> goals scored by Liverpool against you, man. So Harris, you, lost, no, you, you lost. You lost. You guys touch are
3: known as you know, the strippers of the Premier League. Like you lost... words,
1: Paris, You
4: lost touch. GTA Premier night League in 2003. vibes in two thousand and three is now twenty three. You thought you're going to have it. So you now have to wait another twenty years to touch it. You've not You've touched you the Premier League
0: for a decade as well. So what's your point? <laughs> I still
4: got, we still got 13, bro. Pepp, Biggest go, club in England, down, but you know, the Premier League for
0: On the topic of 13 titles and the whole legacy discussion, if City does win the treble and win the Champions wait. Pep can't touch <laughs> Alex Has Pep bro. now eclipsed uh, how how No, he hasn't. Know. No, he
4: hasn't. We have we, not
3: we, are do, we are doing it in the tactical era, where like football is like at its peak. In You are doing
4: it in the blood money area. <laughs> no, but no, but the oh, other I era was I all people drinking in alcohol.
1: In on inside. And alcohol, the alcohol era. <laughs> also, we're also like, drinking hang on, games. can we are we like, like, are we not Fergie gonna pretend that like Fergie like, like, spent we're the equivalent
2: of world football record football money like when off. he first came in?
0: Yeah, Fergie did. He broke every transfer record when he came. <laughs> I don't
2: want
4: to hear <laughs> it. Yeah, like, like
1: Fergie wasn't. gotta say that, Kevin.
4: For one, all I have to say is at the end of the day, Manchester United is still Manchester United. You know what I mean? Give us Qatari owners. Give us Qatari owners, and it will show you Aguan. Like, Bro, man, the Qataris, he, are, the, the Qataris are pulling out.
3: Man, you're going to get like Ratcliffe
4: Junior. God doesn't answer those type of prayers. <laughs> we are getting <laughs> he does. Qatar. Not, <laughs> you know.
3: he doesn't. Junior it. Ratcliffe <laughs> cares he for the club.
4: The this is devil. He cannot man. ask for any favors. All I'm saying is, okay, let, let's keep it let's keep it objective, right? That's a good question that Denzel asked. Pep Guardiola is one of the best managers of all time. Money or no money, we have to give him that, right? He best best. However, let's be very sincere here, right? And I'm being so honest, I'm not even joking. Junior is the first real-life Man City fan I've ever seen in my life. There's a lack of spirit. <laughs> There's a lack of spirit. No, I'm being so sincere. There's a lack of spirit that comes to being a Man City fan. I don't know what it is. Like, you see City and you don't feel nothing. You just look at them like, yeah, City, but you don't feel nothing. There's no passion, there's no history. I see Arsenal, and I'm in awe. I see Chelsea, I'm in awe. I see City, I'm just like, yeah, man, that man had the, the sugar daddy. That's what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, but let's that's what say. you want. Yeah, 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 because I'm shameless now. I'm tired. <laughs> 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 all, all
3: I'm going to say is you'll be in awe when you see, like, the Premier League, the FA Cup, and the Champions
4: League at the Etihad in, like, July.
1: Long day.
4: Were you here? Were you those, here? Those
0: are fighting words.
4: Were you here when you had Adibayo? Were you a City fan when you had boy? Were you a City fan well, no, when I Virginia was, was, was there, like, bro? I started watching football properly in 2010. Okay, okay well,
1: first, well, first. First.
4: Well, 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 like, he, he looked at the market and said, yeah, I'm not here, I'm not here to lose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My man picked Golden State Warriors. Fair yeah, enough. he <laughs> picked <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
4: uh, I respect it still.
0: City in 2010, they were cheap still. You're definitely for Mark Cheesy, oh, well, though, fair enough.
3: City were Europa League level back then. Like, I wasn't really glory hunting.
0: Wait, City in 2010, were you not? Did you still have cholera then?
4: Kolarov, yeah, he was This Didn't there. I say cholera.
0: Kolarov, I think James
4: Milner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: Yeah, you lot were down <laughs>
4: bad. Uh, Junior's an investing man, bro. He's an investing man. He said, he, he looked at the stock market. was like, yeah, these men are going to go up, soon. let me invest now. He's an investing man, bro. He knew it. He's through it.
3: Nah, to be fair, like, I didn't really know the state of football in 2010. I just chose City because of,
0: like, Yaya at the time.
4: That's true. Yeah, I, yeah. I, can, I can respect that. Yeah, I can rate that. All right, yeah. I can respect that.
0: There's yeah. two
4: there's gods there. There's no God-fearingness there.
0: On the topic of Manchester City, how do you, do you, how do you rate your chances to win the Champions League? Do you feel like you have something for Real Madrid or do you feel like it's going to be same old situation and you guys are going to crumble at the last minute again?
3: Uh, I mean, the fact that we're playing at the Etihad in the second leg makes me more confident than last season by default. Mainly because of like the Santiago Bernabeu, like you see what these guys pull off on like every season, where like they have they get outplayed for the full ninety and somehow manage to come back. Yeah, the fact that we're playing at the
1: Bernabeu, it's aura, bro, it's mad aura.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The so the fact we're playing at the Bernabeu first gives us more an advantage by default, but. Even without that, like, I think this team is built more for the KOs, like the knockouts, um than yeah. the last one. Because, you know, the last team we had, guys like... We had guys like Laporte, Cancelo, um, Zinchenko, who are great footballers in their own right, but they're not the best defensively. Like, you know, they're kind of soft. Mm. But with this up, like...
1: Like Diaz, lovely player. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, when you look at all the defenders we have, like, they love defending first of all. Like their their primary job is to defend, and I think that's something we lacked in previous um, in previous
0: campaigns. John
2: Stones has been unreal for you guys this season.
0: Yeah, he's... oh yeah, yeah, world class man. I really odd make...
2: class
1: elite even wonderful mm-hmm. play. It's an
3: it's an amazing come around too because. In, like, 2019, 2020, like, it looked like he had no future at the club. But Yeah. Then the pre- next season, yeah. he completely turned things around and just became one of the best defenders in the league and in the world.
0: Can I ask a question? What the hell happened to Calvin Phillips? Why doesn't he I play? <laughs> he's, he's not fit enough. 40, he spent £45 million pounds on a backup DM and just doesn't play. Yeah, he's a backup. Like,
3: like, like this guy is just never in shape, like. I I said this in the last last time I was on the pod, but he went to the World Cup and came back overweight somehow. Like I have no idea how you do that. He did not like all that
2: Qatari foods, <laughs> a
0: lot of baklava out there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> baklava. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's super super like sketchy. That,
2: that is really bad though. Like as a professional footballer, you should never be coming back overweight from anything. Really. Mm. Shout yeah.
0: out even Hazard, man. Shout out, you, out. <laughs>
2: mate why do you think he's got such <laughs> such a such a big bunder? you know yeah. <laughs> it's all that food It's going straight there
3: uh this guy was eating like those congolese players and like and like the afcon qualifiers
1: oh uh, don't remind me of that that angered me so much please i, I don't want to be reminded of that <laughs> shopping Quanga,
0: my goodness
1: what <laughs> a world cup qualifier you know no less <laughs> That is crazy. That's shameless.
4: Oh,
1: no. No, I gave up, I gave up after it's that. So
4: I gave up. It's so heavy, bro. It's so heavy, bro.
1: That was more painful than Bucky. <laughs> the way they were running was painful. Oh, by the 30th minute, these men were tapped out.
0: <laughs> like, oh, the heaviest starches to food in the world.
1: Right? Ooh, <laughs> I was thinking, and um, speaking of... Um, Calvin Phillips' midfield partner for England, Jude Bellingham. At the time of recording, there's been some news from Romano, The Telegraph, saying that Bellingham's going to go to Real Madrid. So how do you guys think he's going to do there and where will he fit in? This is my question that I have, though. The way Bellingham plays, he's like a box-to-box, essentially. But mm.
0: they've bought Chirmini, they've bought Camavinga. Chirmini doesn't even play that much. And they have
1: Valverde as well, who switches positions everywhere. Camavinga yeah. plays at left-back most of the time now. Yeah,
2: that bro. That's that- the
1: thing, yeah. That's, mad. that's shameless for Ash by the way. You know how Pete not is? Like, <laughs> like, I'm, very, I'm very angered by that. Bro, he really <laughs> wasted that. Fair enough, he's
0: done well there, but that's so mad to me. Like, you brought a player like Camavinga, you can't fit him in your midfield because, I don't know, you stuck to your ways in midfield, so you've slotted him in at like, left back. Bearing in your mind, you have a centre-back who's a left back, but you don't want to play him there because Alaba was a left back.
2: I suppose it's probably like long-term planning type thing, isn't it? Because Moderate ain't getting any younger. Kruse will move on as well. Like, yeah, in the next few seasons, that's this is what the top teams do though. Is the the way they recruit is that they've got they essentially like hoard some of the best talent, and then they've got perfect replacements to come in when some of their elder statesmen eventually decide to leave. Well, hmm. Sabas
1: has been getting some games for them now and then, so that's probably where they get in Bellingham.
4: But do you know how upsetting it is that the world elite players would rather go to a team and play out position than come to United? Like, this life is not easy, bro. We would have given him captaincy and a stake stakeholding. The club. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm tired of this life. <laughs> so he, he did reject
2: Liverpool as well. Well, at the same time, like it made like, broke, boys, man, It made P. me laugh so much. Liverpool spent three years like trying to convince Bellingham to come for a cup fee and then didn't.
3: <laughs> didn't afford it. Oh, no man, like the way Liverpool council all like backing him as if they're his player. Oh, so bad. Yeah. Honestly, <clears throat> they, deserve, they deserve
1: it. I can't lie. The way they're acting like
2: He was already does. I'm glad we can all agree on that At least <laughs> Do you think My question work? is
0: Will that yeah. midfield Be balanced at Madrid If they started Camavinga, Chumeni And Bellingham It sounds great on paper But we all know That sometimes Having three Like essentially Quote unquote Superstar players especially when they're all that young. It doesn't always work out perfectly.
2: I think the age thing yeah. is a big thing. I think it doesn't matter necessarily about the profiles if they're disciplined in what they can do. But, you know, like they've not got necessarily the experience of Modric and Cruz, and you know, who does. But they're, they're so young by comparison that I think you know, they might be a little bit green in that position. I don't think you'd play all three together, at least not yet.
1: No. Yeah, I agree with Ollie. yeah. Because yeah. the thing
2: is, Modric is still
1: like amazingly fit and he's like 38 or something or 37, I'm not sure. Yeah. So, Modric yeah. will still be there to guide them. I think Cruz eventually, whether he gets a new contract or retires, we'll see. He's still getting a decent amount of games as well, but they've got elder statesmen to like guide the younger players anyway. And Camavinga, he's another player where you can play him in any role. Like, imagine if he went to United, he could play DM for them and still do well. Like, because he's so well rounded, you can play him anywhere and he'll develop if you've got a good coach. Yeah. So, Bellingham yeah. will be fine at Madrid. Like, I'm happy for him that, you know, you've got another English player going there. Like, Honestly, before, I, it, I'm just glad was like Was it Beckham yeah, and I, Owen that went there before? The uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm just glad he didn't go to like Liverpool or City or anything like that. Because like, Do you want to see, yeah, I've tapped out football already. Yeah, oh, same, kid, bro. He, it'll become <laughs> ridiculous. He's so he's so good at Bellingham, but like he'll just get hyped up so bad, like by whoever, whoever he team he's playing for. If if he's in the if if he's in the prem, he's do he'll do much better in in La Liga and just win titles for fun.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, he's so young that he's got time to come out to the Premier League as well.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, if they sign him, they'll
0: probably sign him on like, I don't know,
1: like a six year deal or something. Yeah. Because Bellingham right now is only, he's only 19 years old. So he's got so much time
2: there. And then in his prime, can play in the Premier League. He's 19. I thought he was 21. No, he's no, 19. But, yeah. He's young. He's mad how young he is for how good he is. Wow. I think like, so. he makes.
4: Yeah, he's on but gone.
2: No, he made his Birmingham debut at the age of 16. That's how, or 16 or 15. I can't remember. His younger 16. brother's apparently even better than he was when he was his age. Yeah,
1: Job. Yeah. Unbelievable.
2: They always say what's, so.
1: what's in the Birmingham water, man? That's no. Nah, they always
2: say that,
4: though. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's I don't ask exactly that. Younger
0: brother, <laughs> yeah,
4: they always say that, bro. But I do want to say one thing, yeah. It's like, no matter how big all the British top six teams get, do you think that in, in our generation or our lifetime, there'll be any British team that could take the place of a Ramadou de Barça? No. Nah. I don't to know why it is about that.
1: It's,
4: it's that team, Ramadou is that team that when they talk, the whole world football listens. I don't think we can ever change that. No, We both, we both yeah. the biggest league, but we can't seem to shake them.
2: I think it's just really too much like, heritage, isn't it?
0: Yeah. It's yeah. that, bro, they have 14 Champions Leagues. Is it 14, 13?
4: Yeah for awesome. and, and, and Arsenal climb and get one and they're talking about big club. Look
1: at this
0: guy, man.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't worry, Kevin. We'll yeah, I'm not lie. On the
0: topic of that conversation, I feel like I don't understand. Okay, like fair enough, Arsenal's been there since what, 1885, or whatever. Cool. That like, heritage yeah, cool, great. But <laughs> when it comes to the big boys in the league in England, I'm sorry, this is just me being objective. I feel like Arsenal shouldn't have a seat at that table if you don't, if you don't
1: this have guy, your, that's, your, that's not being objective no, no, no. <laughs> it, when, when you guys become you have invincible a, you you come a, a, bro. Okay, but you, you, have me a, bro. you did it all with blood
2: money Look, where the, you, know? it, you, you can't, you can't won won. say I'm going to be objective and then say the least objective thing in the world all I'm going to say is that when you get
1: your gold Premier League trophy come and talk to me
2: hang on I thought we weren't talking about the past earlier what well changed?
4: No I'm my to change. I'm the host, you
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> Mind <allowed> to. <laughs> <my team. laughs> no, but
0: okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, me the rules. All the biggest clubs in the world, like your Barcelona's, your Madrids, your Liverpools, your Uniteds, they've won something in Europe. How even next you, season? New next clubs, season. Even Newcastle. Even next clubs, season. Clubs. Wait on us. Like, all the clubs that are giants are considered giants. They have won a Champions League. And we're and still giants. That's as mad. So, fair. I get you, one the <laughs> like You can't even argue that. So, it's calm. Denzel and
4: I are co hosts, and we're telling you that you shouldn't sit on the table, bro. You're yeah. Tottenham. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling <laughs> you that no one you're agrees with you. So it's because fine. You're Tottenham. You need to sit on the children's table. <laughs>
0: you can sit in the room, but you have to sit at the back.
4: Yeah. Roll the parts, bro. The <laughs> you
0: have to sit at the back.
1: <laughs> Roll the parts, MC. Uh, well, yeah, anyway. Need to move on with the pods. Um, this is on request of Kevin. He wants to talk about his washed goat Ronaldo and how he's doing the arm this here. Me, bro. So know, you can me. start. You can start it and wasn't... talk about Ronaldo, how he's doing. <laughs> I'll play
4: this game, but what's on a request of me? All I said was the what media, request, don't worry. The media is fashioned against Ronaldo, bro. Messi is rage quitting PSG. He's literally rage quitting PSG, right? And the media say, Oh, I understand, you know, it's not been easy. Ronaldo literally got Disrespected by United Don't get me wrong Ronaldo handled that situation Poorly But okay, okay let's be objective Everyone be so, so sincere here Can we not see how the media Is against Ronaldo
1: How we actually It's hilarious though Because like every Every week I always See like A misplaced touch by Ronaldo In the Saudi, Saudi league Like it's so jokes I saw a
0: free kick He cut a free kick From like 40 yards bro uh, I remember, I remember one clip going around
4: where he did like a choke slam on one of them. Like the up that was, crazy. <laughs> that, was, crazy. That, was that was mad. But like, what wh- wh- like stepovers as well. This should even be a, this should even be a segment, bro. you just trying out this is, this is public humiliation tactic because he can't take the Arsenal. The arsenal. <laughs> no, I can't
1: because everybody knows you're chatting rubbish. So it's fine.
4: But all I'm all I'm saying to you yeah is that you as a Messi fan, you're chatting the most rubbish because this guy, his career at PSG is a failure. We have um, fifteen goals, bro, fifteen grim. goals, and fifteen assists in thirty league games. Let's go around let's, go around. let's go have the gallery. Done our right. job. Let's go around the gallery. Bro, for Messi was bought for? What Messi was bought for? He failed at PSG. Messi was bought to win PSG the Champions League. He failed at PSG. <laughs> let's be sincere.
1: I failed. Have shame. Ibrahimovic. Bro, saying, Ibrahimovic, Ibrahimovic like, didn't know like, for PSG. blessed: Like I want to say,
4: like regardless, of say, what, you
3: think of, like, regardless of what you think of Messi's career, PSG, like. Ultimately, he won the biggest prize in world football, the World Cup, being the best player on the team. So,
4: no, I no, no, best that, I'm not. Talking, I'm not talking about Messi's legacy, because that's that speaks for itself. He won the World Cup. His career is probably the best career ever. You know what I mean? And I'm a Ronaldo stand, but as a he, PSG, that we go, that's where it ends. Let me finish, let me that. No, be objective. You said be object. Let's be objective. As a PSG player, he failed, bro. How can you how can you be the goal have Mbappe have Neymar and not win the Champions League?
2: Yeah, but then you can say Mbappe. Neymar gets
4: injured
1: every five games. Where's your shame? If you're Neymar's going to chop his sister. So what's what are you saying?
2: No, 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 no,
4: Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly,
2: allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. You could you by that metric, you could say Mbappe and Neymar failed as well, because they haven't won a Champions League with PSP either. I, I
4: understand that, but the problem is, don't hold. He's held to gold standards, right? Because he's got Champions
1: League, World Cup, everything. Bro, like, we are talking league about league Messi at league. PSG. And like, at bro, PSG
4: was a at failure. PSG,
1: no, at PSG he puts chances for Mbappe every week. You might don't watch him, so it's fine. So, do you see what the problem here is? When Ronaldo makes a mistake,
4: it's Ronaldo himself who made a mistake. When Messi fucks up, oh, yeah, everyone around him didn't do the job. Messi is our second in the Saudi League. Messi that guy in power. Al
1: Nasir are our second in the Saudi League. Messi
4: that guy in power. The But are on your team. But mean, is, all, well, all we're going to
3: say is Ronaldo signed for Al Nasir and they went out of every single cup. And now. <laughs> and,
0: the, and the thing is, as well, is <laughs> like
2: it, you, at, at this stage in their career, like, you know. Messi is playing for a team like PSG and Ronaldo is at Al Nasser. So in a couple of years, maybe when, maybe when the Messi is the same age that Ronaldo is now, if he goes to a you know, like a Turkish league or something like that to like live out the last of his days and get a fat paycheck, then like fair enough. But until then, I I I don't see how there's any comparison anymore.
4: It wasn't a comparison, bro. That's what I'm saying. This segment was shameless, bro. Karis is the most Shameless I almost said idiotic Guy right now oh, Let me
0: tell you something. <laughs> this guy, I'll take
4: it I'll take it This guy Ooh. This segment shouldn't have existed Because what I had said was For what Messi Came to PSG to do He failed And I stand by that bro You can't come to PSG And not win the Champions League And opportunities were there but, no, then I'm, every, I'm but then every feel, I'm single
2: PSG player has, has, has failed. Then. Yeah. Which yeah, of, would have been,
0: Kevin's point. If every PSG player by definition has failed, that includes Messi. Messi
2: failed to win the Champions Thank League. You. Yeah, but then it's not just Messi's fault. But what it? I'm trying to say is let's
4: not move the goalposts. Because if if Ronaldo, if Ronaldo was in the same position, he would he would off himself. The whole media would switch up on Ronaldo. He would off himself. Messi's here like, look at Carrie. Look, at Paris, bro. Why have the come
1: off your, your mouth, bro? <laughs> Wait All I'm saying is that 15 goals 15 assists In the top 5 league Ronaldo's at Al Nasir, Just about struggling To get goals he His team's second 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 in, in the Saudi league Bro You would win You would win Al Nasir the title No nah, I wouldn't <laughs> let's, let's, Yes you would Let's not
4: say I lie to ourselves yes, you So your, your goal Needs to have some shame
2: <laughs> he's 30. My goal is
4: 38, bro. My goal's on his way out. I'll give you that. My goal's on his way out. Apparently, but Messi, he'd be protected.
0: There's rumours that Ronaldo might leave.
4: Yeah, bro, let him. It's Newcastle. It's Where?
0: Nah, I don't think Newcastle would sign him. I feel like Newcastle, if you've looked at their signings, bro, bro, oh, he's like, man, i
4: he pay any money for now. him to go back there's to no United. Chelsea, Chelsea. Not even Oh, my <laughs>
2: God.
0: <laughs> if Broly had any, if Broly had one functioning brain cell, I don't think he'd be stupid enough to sign Ronaldo. Just...
2: Now, nah, do you know what he'll, he's going to do? He's, he's going to wait for Messi in the summer from PSG as well. And he's going to get both. <laughs>
1: Dude, well,
4: shame both, support both
2: Chelsea. I can't even like you, but we move. In the same team.
0: Let's
4: see one bag in Chelsea, by the way.
0: You'd have to refinance the club to afford that, man. No?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It just put them on like a 400-year contract. But yeah, More in regards else. to like, like other
1: transfer news, like... Who are United linked with nowadays as well? I'll talk about Arsenal with links later, because I've seen a few links. But who's United linked with at the moment?
2: That's a because we're about
1: Bellingham obviously. He's been linked with Casado,
2: I think. Who hasn't though? Uh,
4: I, I think um, I think Colomwani as well. I think.
1: Oh yeah, He's yeah. Lot, it's like 100 mil in it. Yeah, I think I'll he'll check, end up going I'll to buy the theme, my guy. And Harry Kane, which about. Is- Talked about many times in the podcast.
4: Oh, god oh, forbid. I don't want Harry Kane. I don't. Want
1: Harry Kane, <laughs> <laughs> Harry Kane so, is class, bro. Sir, Sir Jim's Man blood, United
2: with, with captain and striker Harry Kane. You can just yeah, that's imagine class,
0: it. Man. That is the
4: most Brexit conservative. <laughs> year- <laughs>
0: year-
4: English owner. Harry Kane's
3: class. Don't you want him? Like,
4: what? I don't want Harry Kane. Like, where we are right now, I want young blood, bro. Young, fresh blood. That's how exactly. first. I hear it. That's how that sounds obviously not like that. Not like you that. But want,
0: do you not want a new keeper?
4: Oh my god, Junior. Why are you why are you like this?
0: Yeah, you do Anyway, <laughs> no, hey, on the topic of that, thank you, Junior. This is how I get the Premier League is the most competitive, it's been in ages, but quality-wise, it's smelling a bit because De Gea is shit and he's on his way to get the golden, the golden you have
4: Kepa in your goal, and took this much chest. Like,
0: bro, the hair is kept 14 goals in three games and he's gonna get the golden glove. Bro, say what you want about
3: Kepper, but has conceded the least amount of goals in the league and like is somewhat decent with his. No,
2: team. Uh, do you know what? And I will I will say what I want about Kepper. Keppa is terrible.
1: Yeah.
2: He's absolutely terrible. You he's can't terrible, rely on but still
1: better than De Gea. That's the funny it's
2: part. It's not indicative
4: of Kepper's abilities, what that 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 um the amount of goals He conceded Your Chelsea defense isn't a problem, like we said in this pod. Bro, the hair is shit. He is not good. <laughs>
1: oh my god. The amount of time, thank you. More people to tell you this. Okay, what well, well for Ramsdale recently, though. What do you mean well? Ramsdow's
4: looking chef foodish right now, bro. <laughs> and he's still buying the hair,
1: so it's calm. So no one cares. Have that. Have that.
4: Have that. That's not our problem. We need to fix a lot of things before we talk about the hair. I never said we shouldn't change the hair. It's just not the first thing you buy, bro. It's like, it's not like the first thing you buy. No, it's like, buying, it's like buying new Air Force Ones and you've got a, a hole in your roof.
3: Let's forget about, like, his ability as a goalkeeper, like, to save shots for a second, like, and just right. look at his passing. Yeah, he like, can't pass. He, every, like, every single pass he makes, like, puts puts his teammate under some sort of pressure. I see like, Varane shouting every
1: time. week whenever he's playing. Like, <laughs> Varane's, like, passed it to me.
4: <laughs> I agree, I agree, I give you that. You know what I mean? But Ramza can come, come ping like no man's business, but he couldn't save us for the league. He literally... <laughs> did you see the game was, against
1: Liverpool? Don't try I mean, it. Man, Liverpool, he kept really us the in. Right so Ramza's kept us in most games in this season. You can't travel well, he, he ain't keep the, the league select. for you, bro. He ain't keep the league no, for no, you. No, no, don't try it. Don't try it. I will not have that yeah. from you, Kevin. You don't have to
4: have it from me. You're having it from City. This guy, bro.
1: Now you're rocking back for City as a United fan.
4: Do you see the shame? I'm not bringing back for C. I just want some oil money,
2: bro. That's what I want.
0: Oil me up. I mean, like, Someone quote that. That's
2: sauce is fuck. Oil me up. Pause. 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 Pause.
3: Oil me up. the new catchphrase. You're vote. gonna get. <laughs> you're gonna get like the Americans.
4: Look, if we uh-huh. get, if we, if we get the Americans, then I personally think that. United's future Is actually
2: finished No because nobody Can run your club Worse than the Glazers have I'm, I'm fully I'm I'm genuinely yeah. Fully serious Like Whoever takes over next It can't be worse Than the Glazers
1: you never know Because can I Can I offer I'm going to be
2: Unbiased here now
1: I want to offer Two opinions of Iniesta that I've seen From online So One is Castus Michael Came on To Sky Sports About two days ago To talk mm-hmm. about Ineos And how they're on? He said that Ineos was one of the reasons why he went to Nice. He was saying that they have a plan, they have a vision, and they um, they and know about Ross Barkley, though, according, no, according to him. Now I'm gonna offer the other side too. According okay. to him, they know sports well, and that they they care about the club because he's from Fellsworth in Manchester, this and that. But then I did a bit more research and looked. Nice have been quite terrible this season. I think they're like ninth in league on this season. They never keep a manager for, like, more than two years. Like, they've gone through Vieira, Gaultier. I um, can't remember who else they've had. they have had a few other managers that I've gone through. Signing guys like Oli said, Ross Barkley, Nicola Pepe. Like, the thing is, is that on one side, they seem to be, like, they're very present at games, which is, what, which is what Cassius Michael said. He's not like the Glazers that come every once in a while. Like, they'll always be at your games, and they'll always, like, you know, try to be... Present with the players,
2: the manager. Could, everything. could I offer but a on... counterpoint, Karis? Oh no, of course, yeah, yeah. Just because like that may be true for Ineos as a group, but Ratcliffe himself, who's going to be like the figurehead potentially if he takes over at Man United, he literally like hadn't been to a game at Nice in like four years. Exactly.
1: You know, that's like that's not
2: necessarily indicative of someone who who loves their club. Maybe he just runs it from afar. I don't know, but I I genuinely like I. I don't think Ratcliffe is the best choice. If like if I was to be a Man United fan, I wouldn't want Ratcliffe.
1: No, I agree. Because so I'm that. only... I'm sorry to interrupt. To. Go on, go on. I'm only talking from what Catus Michael said on Sky two days ago. He was like, oh, obviously, I don't know as much as you do on this, but from what Catus Michael was saying, because he just joined Nice last summer, he was like, oh, the, um, what is it? The owners like Ratcliffe and I think is Sir Brailsford or something like that, they're very present at games. He said that they're like they're like Leicester's owners, that you know they're always present at games and stuff, but obviously you might have a different opinion from what you've seen as well, because obviously we don't always know everything. But Just I don't think a- Ratcliffe is right for United at all for sure. That's for sure. Add on to Ollie's point. <laughs> I saw a niece fan on Twitter
0: saying as well that I think Ratcliffe took over our niece in 2019. They didn't sign a, they didn't get a sporting director until
1: 2022. Crazy. That sounds like United as well. That's the funny
0: part. Mm-hmm. So Maybe it's a match made me, in heaven. Or that to hell. me is quite <laughs> That if you take over a club that you know there's a role that needs to be filled, and you leave that for three
2: years, that's mad. You're much better off getting getting the uh, the Qataris if you can, because, because I just think though they'll, they'll be able to put stump up money that that Ratcliffe won't. I know Ratcliffe's bid is higher, but I know it's also potentially like partly keeps the Glazers around oh. or something like that. Anything yeah. that's going to keep the Glazers at Man United is a terrible idea, I must say, because well, like, you know, they, club? yeah, they're just they're just not good for the club.
0: I think Karras uh, explained that earlier that um, if Ratcliffe's bid part of it was that. I think he was on that fifty percent, and then it was was it Class B shares? Mm-hmm. Class B shares, yeah. Yeah, was, okay. Right. The Glazers still have a controlling interest in the club, even though they'd be minority owners.
2: Yeah, you see, man, like that that yeah. just isn't gonna fit that isn't just isn't gonna work. It it that sounds to me almost like the Glazers plan all along was to make make it so that they could still control the club but sell a significant portion of it in order to still regain control, but you know, sort of get one foot out the door. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's a bit dodgy.
3: I mean, in my opinion, like, United don't even need, like, big investors like that, you know? Like, obviously the stadium and facilities need, like, investment.
1: And the training like grounds, stuff like that, yeah.
3: But in terms of, like, just football stuff, I feel like if you get, like, people who actually know what they're doing, with United's revenue, like, it's one of the highest in, like, world football. So I don't think there's too much investment needed on that, on that like, front. Just reinvest like what the club makes, and like get people who know what they're doing. I
2: that's been that's the issue good. at United for years. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's just to use the money that you generate to put it back into the club. Just don't pocket it, and then you're doing better than the Glazers
3: Because, like, if you look at United spending, they have spent quite a bit, but almost none of it has like been beneficial to them.
4: Yeah. I, that is true. But one thing I do want to say is that that's where you kind of get into Glazer territory, because like that's music to Glazer's ears. What you're saying. Can you realistically run a club right now in the model you just mentioned to win world football? Because a big team of United's calibre isn't just talk about the Premier League. We'll talk about Champions League year in, year out, competitiveness, the way Real Madrid do it, right? A team can't, like, the the way Alex Ferguson ran United for all those years, you can't do that now. You're never going to recreate another Alex Ferguson unless you put the circumstances that City had. And even then, City has still been tested here and there. Right. I think
1: City wasn't all money. Pep was just an amazing manager and got a good structure the structure around him.
4: That's that's what I'm trying to say to you. But even to have the the know how to get those people and to attract those people, Pep Guardiola hasn't taken a hard job in his entire career. And I've said this from day one. He's oh. never taken. Let me let me let me know. Like oh, yes. when, I, when I say mm. easy, I'm not saying like oh he didn't have anything to do. But he always had a team that had potential. And mm. Pep needs players. He needs his type of players.
1: But if, Kevin, devil's advocate Isn't that what any manager should do? They should go to a team that has promised They shouldn't just put themselves in a team Where they're destined to fail Like Potter went I understand, to Chelsea I understand, Yeah, I surely isn't that, that
2: just a, a good career decision?
1: I
4: understand yeah. that But, okay, let me give, okay, it's a good career decision But let me let me finish All Right, what, what Klopp did with Liverpool Is not exactly the same as what Pep did with Man City Because City was only touching the Premier League Here and there, here and there He just made it stable Same thing with Bayern Munich Are we really going to sit here and say that Bayern
0: Munich weren't going to have won the league no, Bayern
1: we- Munich is different to City to be fair in terms I hear of, what like, you're saying Kevin
0: but I think the, the reason why I don't agree with that is if you put it this way it's like people are arguing like, oh like Messi who's always at Barcelona or whatever like, but like, would he be able to do that at Sunderland like why would he choose no, to consider, like, such a,
4: it's such a massive jump bro like actually listen to what I'm trying to say to you like What you need to flourish the way Pep did, yeah. Pep gives you a good baseline, and then you give him what he wants, and you optimize your circumstances, right? Yeah, right. We need owners that can optimize our circumstances because, for one, the Qataris are going to get rid of the debt. So let's actually link it to the topic. Qataris are promising to get rid of the debt. You're Mm -hmm. going to work on infrastructure. City, my city, have the best facilities. They have the best youth talent. They have one of the best academies. Right? They are always first dibs on the world's talent. Outside of Real Madrid and not maybe not so much Barcelona nowadays, City always have the first dibs, they, they have the best scouts, they can hire the best of the best in world football. Yeah. And these things aren't free, they're not free. So, my United have such attractive revenue, but in the modern game, you need that and some,
0: of course. Yeah, definitely. I agree. You
4: I mean, the, they the, must work the, must the, the, the market. market,
2: you're right, as well, because it's it. It's all part of infrastructure. Was it Ronaldo's interview? He came and said Carrington was the same. It had been when he last left. It's like exactly. that. That's unbelievable. That's crazy, when you when you think, mad. for example, even the team like I don't know, you choose Leicester for example. They took eighty million from Henry Maguire. Right, Just took it, stuck it into a brand new training facility. Look where they are now. I know they're not. They're having a bad season. They might get relegated. But you can't say that the club as a level hasn't gone up a level. You know. Yeah. And so it it seems like it's got to be the same with Man United. It really does feel like with them over time with the Glazers, they've kind of got left behind, mm-hmm. you know, especially after here. Sir Alex left. And so, I I don't know. I think if I was personally a Man United fan, I think your, your best chance back to the top is definitely the Qataris, for sure.
1: Yeah. I can't lie though. I don't think, I get what you're saying, Oli, but I don't think Leicester's the best example because from what I've read in like yeah, the athletic not. stuff, like Rodgers, he tried to overrule their structure and that's partly why Leicester have dipped as bad as they have. But in terms of Pep and why... I hear what Kevin's saying On the outset That it looks like Pep Has taken an easy job But okay. I think it's harder Than you think What he's e- done with e- City e- 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 No wait, wait 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 No way! Okay not easy My bad But yeah. If you hear me out What I'm saying is that The people that Pep Hired around him For example The director of football Is his former teammate At Barcelona Like years and years ago So it's like Pep hired people around him They're all Spanish They're all people that You know He knows personally And knows very well And he hired people that he knew he would have a knowledge of football. was that Arteta at Arsenal. He hired Murta as director of football because he knew him from his playing days. That this guy is a good leader. You know, he's won the World Cup. He knows what it means to like coach and manage players. He's brought, um, who else with him has he brought? Um, even Seth Fabregas has come back to like coach some of the Arsenal youth teams. So like there's a plan, like, you know, bringing in people that he knows. And other than you, when United bring, if United bring the Qataris, which at this point don't I doubt you. they do. But let's say in a hypothetical world, they bring in the Qataris, like they can throw all the money they want, like Todd Bowley has with Chelsea. It's all about structure. And that's what I think you're looking for. And you have to keep very close eye on. You you literally just proved
4: my point. You literally just proved my point. And the thing is that we've just spoke about money, right? And Mm -hmm. the beauty of that is, Qatar have not spoken about running the club. They spoke about Mm -hmm. supporting the club. So they, from what I've, I could be very wrong and I hope I'm not, but they could Mm -hmm. very, what what I've gained from what they've said is they want to give them, they want to inject the club with everything it needs, but put the right members basically. So let's use Formula One as an example. Make the best car possible, then whoever's equipped to drive it, maintain the car will be there. That yeah. is Not exactly him. what City has. There you, you get what I'm right. saying? That's yeah. my main angle. Like Qatar, Ratcliffe, and the Glazers are like Todd Bowles. I put them in the same category. They think they know more than they do right mm. and the problem with that is that if you're not a football person you can throw as much money as possible you'll overpay for nissan micro who's <laughs> <Come on,
2: it's laughs> to say the qataris yeah. won't do the same
4: that's, yeah. that's what i'm saying so it's, it's like it's very much a speculation like for all we know like football's a very demented game like you, it, it can make you cry it can make you laugh we can end up getting ratcliffe and if for some reason he turned things around like, oh whoa shit do you know what i mean or we could end up getting the qataris and like, oh fucking hell todd Bowley's here you know that's I mean? Why Kevin, I, yeah.
1: That's why I'd say that it's not all doom and gloom. Even if, even if you do get Ratcliffe, because you don't remember like two or three years ago. Sorry to bring it back to Arsenal again, obviously, but all it's right. like ourselves. Um, we were all screaming Cronky out, Cronky out, Cronky out. But yeah. within two or three years, we changed the structure. We made Josh Cronky, which is Stan's son, as the main like owner of Arsenal, if you like, and he's been the one that's been overseeing everything, bringing in Arteta. Bringing in our structure, you know, restructuring the academy, um, bringing in Edu, who people hate, hated at first, but now things have improved. So, like, I think you that's might hate the thing though. It's all first. based on
2: results. It's a results based business. Like everyone, everyone and their dog is 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 rightfully or wrongfully going at Bowley this season, and that's fair. Chelsea had a terrible, terrible season, and that is a lot of it's down to the owners. But if we can't turn around next season and win the title miraculously, won't happen. But if we did. People go, wow, that's a masterstroke. stroke. a genius. Mm. It's all about the results. And I think that's probably what Man United need is. They just need someone who's going to focus on the results in the football. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think the thing, the reason why people are also angry with Boley, I know I'm sidetracking, is also because it's just it just feels like you guys are just spent loads of money without actually knowing what your plan is like. Enzo Fernandez is a very good player. I'll even say go as far as give it like a year or so. People will be saying he's world-class. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to say he is now, fair enough, but um, he needed the defensive midfielder next to him that could do the dirty work because he's a player that likes to pass the ball around. And the issue is that Bowley has bought all these players, but it's like you don't know what the plan is. And it's like as Denzel always says, like you know, stick to MLB. You can tell that his plan is like you know.
2: I think he's, he's just got the wrong knowledge way in other areas. Yeah, I, I think That's honestly, like, I, I genuinely think it's they've done the right thing the wrong way round. In that they've invested loads of money into the squad and that's that's right. They should do that. But on top of that, what they should have done is they should have built some stability around the club while it was in such a period of transition, you know? And if that meant spending less money, then so be it. But what they did is actually at the expense of stability, they spent as much as they could because they knew FFP rules are changing this summer. And as a result, it's destabilized the club because the squad's massive and, players are unhappy, multiple coaches, and then everything that we had go wrong. You know, like you're setting you, we set the season up to fail. Yeah. So it, yeah. if we had done it the other way around, what I'm getting at is, you know, if we had kept stability for a year, maybe you keep Tuchel for a year, you bring in all your people, all your sporting people, then this summer you sack Tuchel, you bring in, say, someone like Potter or, or whoever, and then you start spending the big money. Doesn't that look like you have more of a plan? Doesn't that look like you know what more what's going on? It's the same thing. It's just the, uh, the wrong way around. Yeah, all of the things you've done. I think as well, on, to add on to the point you've made
0: of FFP and that, I feel like they tried to preempt the market a bit. I feel like when they saw that the season was going downhill and they were probably not going to get top four, I think they were probably had a conversation where it's like, okay, if we don't get top four, that's no Champions League, we probably won't be able to get a player like Enzo Fernandez. Let's yes. just say fuck it, spend the money now to bring him in, Take whatever punishment comes up whether we've breached the rules or not or we have to sell loads of people more players than expected let's just do it now i feel like they had to just bite the bullet because they knew
2: maybe that's just the situation they're in you know they thought we've got to act quickly so we're going to do it and it's going to be painful and it's not going to work but then eventually it'll get around and it will work and we will have laid the foundation then but at the moment it certainly doesn't look like that
1: yeah um sorry
3: it does feel like this approach could work long term like with a couple of years but right now it just looks really silly because like we've bought like how many players in the january window like, like four, eight or five something like, that. like i think it's a record like number of players it was eight
2: before. or nine i think yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so, like it really does feel like they're stock stockpiling talent for the future but in the present it remains to be seen, like, how like it'll work. I mean, we've, we are seeing how it works, how it has worked since, like, you guys are, like, 12, like, below 40 points. We could go on and on, but it can work in the long term. And if it works longer term, then this, I think this, um that window will be viewed more positively.
2: Yeah, I think you're right.
3: I
1: agree. Um, I want to say before we think of ending, because of I wanted to talk about it earlier, we didn't have a chance. I've seen in terms of Arsenal, in terms of transfer rumours, we've been linked with Gaye, who's the centre-back from Crystal Palace and used to play for Chelsea. We've been linked with him, we've been linked with Declan Rice, linked with Caicedo, and I think we're also linked with Musa Diaby. So, with these signings, where do you think, like that could take us, let's say, next season in terms of, like, all competitions? Because I know you guys' worry was, you know, how we do all competitions. And I think it's a valid worry because, obviously, we could have done better in certain competitions. But where do you think that could take us? Let's say, if we got... Declan Rice seems like it's going to happen, but I think the rest, like, what do you guys think we need and where could it take us?
0: I feel like when you look at a team like City, you can see that people, I think a lot of people are uninformed Seen that City has loads of players, which isn't true. City yes. has quality depth. They don't have yeah. loads of players. They've just got very specifically good players. Like all of their like, play in multiple roles as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and a lot of their backup players could easily insert. Their backup players can insert into the first team without having a drop in quality. Essentially, they so, did mm-hmm. used
2: to have loads of players, but I don't think yeah. they do anymore. But not anymore.
0: Not anymore. Yeah, they've like, gone on to recruit very specific players that can either a utility player or are very, very good in their backup role anyway, which is why yes. it feels like, oh yeah they can play their B team and win like the FA Cup or whatever. But I feel like in Arsenal's case, you've seen what's happened at the tail end of the season where you get an injury to a key player like Saliba and then you have to rely on a player like Holding, it all goes left. You need backup players who understand their role in the team but are also just either at the same level as your starting players or there or thereabouts. So a player like Declan Rice would be perfect for your midfield because say Party gets injured or whatever, you can know that you've got a player like Declan
1: Rice there who's quality, you know, you can even... And I offer- wanted to start anywhere, to be honest, yeah. but yeah. And then yeah. Essentially
0: as well, like, um, what I was going to say is, you know, to compete in multiple competitions, like you're going to be in Champions League. We know that already. You're in Champions League, you're going to be playing in the league 38 games, FA Cup, Carabao Cup. If at all like you want to make a charge in the Champions League and still maintain what you're doing in the Premier League as well, you have to have that quality depth. There's just there's no it's not up for discussion. Like you yeah. have to spend that money to make sure that okay if someone that's like a main player gets injured, he can step in as well. Like even on your right hand side, I feel like you do need a backup winger for Saka as well because I feel like he's been overplayed to the point where when it gets to the business end of the season as well, he does start to get a bit of burnout, which is fair. Like he's young. And he's played over 100 prem games already. Like that's crazy. Like you definitely need another back. I think what you need a right another right wing as well.
2: Yeah, I do you think. Mean? I think yeah. our, our, part of Arsenal's strategy has to be like bolstering the talent they've got, but also like yeah, exactly that, making sure that they can have a sustained push for trophies throughout and throughout a whole season. Uh, we know what they've done in the league this season, but like we said, they're playing in more competitions next season. Just to have someone to just take the the strain off of Saka for like a cu- game or two in like cup games or games that don't matter as much will be so valuable to keeping him fresh and sharp throughout the season. And if you do that to a couple of like key players, if you do that at DM, you do that at right wing, maybe a striker. I think, you know, maybe a centre-back, depending on your Rob Holding situation. I think uh, you, you'll you be, you'll have a very well-rounded squad. I feel like, just to add on to that as well, a similar situation has happened
0: at Chelsea where... We've relied so much on Reese James that he just, he's inevitably injured all the time now.
1: And but, you play Aspi.
0: Yeah, like, it's such a massive drop-off in quality from going from Reese James to Aspen Equator. But at least now, we've signed Malo Gusto, who I feel like next season, he'll probably play the majority of games, whilst Reese James can probably take the time out to recover. Uh,
3: yeah, uh, as, the others, as the others said, I feel like Arsenal's goal this season should not just be bringing in like players for the sake of making up numbers, because. If you have like, if you have like eleven great players and like nine shit players, like it doesn't change much with your situation. You're still gonna get that drop off. So I feel like your aim should be to get like a core of like players that have similar like levels, and then like finding a way to balance the minutes so that certain players don't
1: get injured as much, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm gonna say that Trossard side was the perfect kind of signing that keeps the levels at similar. That's what we need to keep going for. Yeah, similar levels.
2: And, so, uh, older presence as well. He's a little bit older. You know, you've got quite a young squad, so really does help. You know, with someone with a bit more experience in the in the dressing room as well. Yeah. Do you know what I was annoyed about, and do you know this is why I hate Rob Holding
1: so much. Like when he goes, <laughs> I swear I I'll I'll will throw a party. I'm not even joking. So basically, when you played you man. Um, we obviously got a young guy in January called um Jacob which nobody really knows anyway. He's Polish, well, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. Polish. Um, so we've been playing Rob Holding all these games and he's been terrible. Like, you know, like Kevin, you know, like in goals when the basics of like not getting too tight to your man or running out of position, yeah. holding does all of those. Like he's so <laughs> he's honestly the worst defender I've ever watched for Arsenal. I'm not even joking. Like, <laughs> like, no, snuffy, worst oh, in that's no, he's that bad. Worse than Jury. Uh, you had Jabril, bro. You had Yeah, he's worse. He's worse. No, that's like, I'm Yeah, I'm not joking. Ju- Jury, by the way. I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> he's much worse. Crazy. So yeah, Kivrior came in and we looked so composed on the ball. I was like, Arteta, oh, why did you not just play him? Like, uh, and he put some Insta post where he was like, oh, ignore the noise or something like that. Brother, you are the noise. <laughs> oh. How are you going to ignore was-
2: yourself? so annoying. <laughs> you are the annoying. <laughs> He's annoying.
1: That's why I'm so annoyed. Because, like, all this banter that we're getting, like, our fall off shouldn't have happened to Saliba getting injured. Like, that's unacceptable mm-hmm. for any team that one player goes and you just fall off. So, the whole team had to take blame, of course. But why I'm not particularly too annoyed as I should be is because if I see that there's a lot of growth of these players that's going to come. Like, for example, Martin Odegaard, he could be much better in big games, let me not lie. But okay. I looked at the stats today And if he scores one more goal He's got the most non-penalty goals For a midfielder In Premier League history Which is 15 league goals Wow Which is crazy So 15 non-penalty goals Unless he classified Danny El is a midfielder But mm. for me He's second striker anyway But other than him <laughs> um, he's, He would have the most Non-penalty goals I think tied with De Bruyne In Premier mm. League history For so 14 goals and 7 assists That's like Amazing numbers And he can only get better From there really yeah. And like Guys like Saka as well Double figures in goals And assists He can only get better Martinelli I think He's been like Arguably Our only player That has really stepped up In this title running Mm -hmm. Um, So we've got a lot of players That have room to grow really So that's what I'm kind of Excited about But obviously We're ahead in our projects Compared to United Compared to Chelsea So I think the Premier League Is at its best level For me personally Because I feel like all these teams are in phases where they can still grow even further. Even City are still in a phase where they can grow even further. That's what's crazy. Scary. So Which is scary. It's very scary. So
3: like you know, going into this season, I kind of considered this season like a transition because we are lost all wingers. We're entering like we're trying to learn a new way of how to play and everything. So I kind of I kind of consider it a transition season. So the fact we've done so well is kind of remarkable, honestly.
4: Look how scary that is. You call that transition season. If United had your team, that's you are going for all titles. <laughs> I'll be screaming at everyone. So we're going for all the titles. That's, that's uh, uh, winning, winning as well. <laughs> anyway, guys, it's been a pleasure. Another episode of the BTB podcast. We've been able to speak about a lot of fun stuff. The Ronaldo Messi debate was a little blip, but nevertheless. Was a, was a <laughs> <laughs> was <laughs> was sorry, sorry fellas. I had I to go, bring it uh, up. It's, it's not your I fault, man.
2: You'll go, you know, place for Al Nassar. It's okay.
4: Look, I want to say no, I want to say all I'm saying is that Ronaldo's out there advocating for female football in Saudi Arabia. What is your goal doing? Tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about tax evasion. Let's, let's bring up the stats. Anyway, anyway. We've had lovely guests, that being Ollie, the very special Ollie, the very special junior. Thank you so much for coming to the BTB podcast. My co-host Karis and Denzel Right back at you. Thank you so much. Remember to follow us on at the BTB Podcast on Twitter. And be sure to tune in for the next episode.